everybody, welcome to episode 220, that's 220, it is the ENS Late Night Wolves Podcast, sponsored by Adoption at Heart and brought to you by Molyneux. It's late night, baby. It's the first ever podcast. Well, first of all, it's our first ever late night loving podcast. Is that what you call it? Late Night Love. Late Night Love, late night love with uh, Liam Keenan and Nathan Judah. Uh, and also our first podcast together as one in front of each other. I know. So, I'm to nervous. Mark, to mark, you are nervous. You look a bit nervous. You look a bit nervous. You look a bit apprehensive. To mark this special occasion, we'll be discussing two defeats. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. Awesome. Uh, yeah, mate. Oh, dearie, mate. What time is it? It's 20 past midnight. Uh, just gone out of the Carabao Cup. Uh, Got to say thanks to uh, Mr. Max Fitzgerald, uh, press office extraordinaire, for letting us uh, stay up late at Molyneux. Uh, it seems like a bit of a treat in itself, actually. So let's look, let's look at the positives from that point of view. That's where it ends, though. Yeah, for okay. us as well. That's where it ends. Oh, I thought I was having a bad day before I got here, mate, to be honest. Um, I was in the Chelsea Flower Show this morning. Stayed there you, last you, night. You, you surprised me, Judah. Right, you just you know, me. you know what? I get about, man. I get about. <laughs> Go and see. I, do you know what? I must admit, like, there's a few years ago, I'm like, Chelsea Flower Show. Are you joking? Couldn't think of anything I'd rather less do. Mate, love a few flowers, mate. There's some impressive displays. There's some, there's some impressive floral displays in there, mate. And Royal Hospital Road, Chelsea. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some lovely tents. There's a lovely marquee. There's a little bit of executive coffee, tea, and 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 brunch with Raymond Blanc. It's 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 a delight. Who's he? Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! That well, sounds like my worst nightmare. It was it was fine until we left um, left the afternoon tea because obviously I had to get up for the game since I went to drive back and we're walking around and the missus sees and literally the last thing and we ha- haven't spent a thing all day, mate, apart from the tickets, and uh, she sees this kind of like hosting set of like a table and four kind of like high chairs like in between like low chairs and high chairs but kind of like funky chairs wicker basket kind of look of a table glasses like oh champagne bucket in the middle parasol is that for outside like wouldn't that look great on the patio so i'm like yeah it would do you know lovely and maybe we should have a look at it take a picture we can go back they forget about it in a couple of days don't they they forget about it tricks of the trade exactly anyway this woman great seller to be fair to her (laughs) of course she's american as well so they bond straight away i'm like oh no they're talking for 10 minutes i'm like i've got to get a cab get back and get in the car and then start driving 15 minutes later, she's like, oh, I can do you a great deal. I'm like, oh, of course she can do us a great deal. Anyway, £2,800 no, later. you're lying. Down from 3300 to £2,800. i have lost £2,800. She's had your pants down. Absolutely. I mean, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That is uh, ridiculous. You'd hope so for 2800 quid. Yeah. That's more but than I've paid in a year. But no, mate, it's unbelievable. <laughs> So I'm devastated. Then I'm in a two and a half hour traffic jam getting out of London. Then I get here like ten minutes before kickoff, and uh, and yeah. Was it like flat pack furniture? You take it there and then are they going to send it they, to you? In they, the post they, be- they better come and, and and polish the kitchen and you know. I think they polish it without. Polish it not. They should do it for twenty eight hundred quid. Ah, oh, anyway, and uh, but I was excited. I felt good tonight. I, I don't know. I felt like they were going to get through. I felt they make make a bit of a cup run this year. And then I see Nuno's shithousing team up front. <laughs> and I was like, sod's law. Typical. And then, uh, yeah, I, just, I was hoping for a reaction. And they got a reaction. But I was hoping for a reaction from Saturday. And it was a hangover for the first 40, 35 minutes, really. It was, um, it was pretty poor, mate. Uh, and look, I think there's a lot of people who are understandably worried at this moment in time. I'm a little bit concerned. And I'm not concerned... In the fact that I think they'll be in relegation trouble this season or going to get rid of it. I don't think they will be. But at the same time, this team needs a win and it needs it quickly. Um, Southampton for me now becomes massive. We talk about it all coming up. It just... I was disappointed in those first 35 minutes and they lost it in those first 35 minutes and they lost the game really, didn't they? You, the the key point there is reaction. You want a reaction, but you want it from Saturday. Yeah. You don't want a reaction again from, from going two nil down again. Exactly from yeah. another poor start. The definition of what the reaction is is what's important there. You don't want another reaction from another poor start because they can't yeah. they can't do this every week. They can't no. they can't go two nil down and have to fight back. 
uh, fight to get a result. And if they do that in the Premier League, they'll go down if they keep doing that. Um, they have to come in and be intense, uh, you know, pressing high, aggressive from the start, which they were in the early games. And Brentford and Spurs, they seem to have lost that. The intensity isn't there. The, it almost feels like the desire wasn't there as well. Yeah. They were very uh, off the pace, um, no creativity going forward. Ruben Neves, who has been unbelievable for the first few games of the season, had a poor first half at Brentford. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a very poor first half here tonight. I mean, he. I've never seen one player pass the ball out, out of place so many times in one... Uh... And a poor penalty shootout, by the way. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, less said about that, the better. Yeah, less said about that, exactly. Um, too many too many players going hiding. You know, some people make excuses. You know, the uh, the injury to Yersa Moscow within six minutes, you know, sucks a bit of the energy and the momentum out of the game. Um, but Spurs had to wait around for six minutes. Well, mm. a few minutes, sorry. Um as well at the same time and, and they got up and running pretty quickly after that so I don't think it's, it's an excuse for Wolves so just they they didn't press the way they have normally and one thing I picked out that I, that I put on Twitter and I mentioned in the video as well was Dendonka um, I wouldn't criticise him for this either I just feel that he was trying to make something happen um, and it was almost a one man band uh, trying to press and, and high up the pitch and win the ball back leaving gaps in in behind him and next to Nevers because no one else on the pitch was doing it he was yeah. on his own yeah. uh, and when you have that uh, it creates massive gaps Nevers gives the ball away Ali picks the ball up plays another ball through the middle individual defensive mistakes um, the same culprits individual mistakes poor passing low intensity equals goals and Wolves are giving away too many chances it's a shame because Tottenham came and I, and I guess Nuno picked this side tonight because they're horribly out of form. They were struggling. And for a guy who won manager of the month in the first month of the season, his honeymoon period was well and truly over with the fans and he needed to get them into form tonight. Is, is Bruno Large's honeymoon period over already? I feel like it's almost coming to... And, and I'm not blaming him, you know. I think that he's handcuffed to a certain extent and you can understand that. And I think there's a lot of different you know factors into... Why they're not playing and they're not they're not hitting the straps quickly enough here, but um, they only get there's only so much time before you need to start picking up points and and, and playing better in games. I know they played well in the first three games and didn't get anything, but now they need to start picking up points. With Sunday being you know Southampton and Newcastle now, these these are games where two draws isn't good enough. They need to at least get for me absolute minimum four points from these next two games. The short answer is yes. The honeymoon period yeah. is over. Um, you summed it up quite well, though, because you you know you perform well and you lose a game, but then you perform badly, you lose a game. Yeah, you know you come away with it with almost the same. Now in the first few games, he, he uh, was able to get away with it in some ways because Wolves were playing very well. He could see what they were trying to build, what they were doing, the the style they were, they were bringing across. Um, but now particularly for these next two games, as you mentioned, Southampton and Newcastle, results become paramount now. Um, you know, they can have two stinkers in these two games, but if they come away with six points, two one-nil wins... No one's going to care. No one's going to care. They're not. So that, that, that becomes the the focus point now. You need two one-nil Nuno masterclasses, mm. which is ironic in the, mm. next, in the next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, you, you know, you mentioned Spurs there. They, they arrived, you know, desperate for a result and that's... Hence the team they they put out. They've got the uh, North London derby coming up, and and that's why they put that team out. Bruno reading his um, his uh, his comments in the in the program, you know, wanted to give all of his eighteen players an opportunity mm. to play as well as be com- competitive to, to some degree, but also build a competitive nature, competitiveness, if that's the word, in in the squad, um, and then ends up hooking. Fabio Silva after forty five mm. minutes and and rightly so frankly, um, poor really poor. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, look. I think we've seen from from Fabio's minutes at the start of this season that that, very limited, that Bruno, yeah, very Br- limited, very lim- incredibly limited, mm. more than I thought actually. Yeah. And I, I think Bruno, at this moment in time, thinks he needs a lot more from him before he's going to trust him in games. This was a great chance for him tonight to show what he can do. Hopefully play 90 minutes. He's been hooked after 45. And those runs that he was making last season, that I thought were pretty intelligent, pretty smart. He was getting himself into good positions, albeit not finishing off the chances until maybe later on in the season when he got a couple, you know, two or three goals. 
is, is not there at the moment. He was almost running away from the ball, I felt, at times. Especially, you know, you know when they really needed a, a focal point, he didn't give it. He didn't give an outlet there. And I think that's why they gave the ball away, you know, quite quite a bit in possession. And, uh, look, I'm, I'm pleased he acted on it because I think if that was Nuno, he would have waited till, till 60, 65 minutes to bring on Adama Traore. And, you know, when he came on, we saw what the difference was. And, you know, the Dendonka goal at the end of the first half, which came completely against the run of play, Gave Wolves that impetus where they needed to carry on and they needed to to, to show what they can do and, and and take the game to Spurs, which they did in the second half. But goodness me, Fabio Silva, not not the only person, by the way, but he'll be going back tonight, shaking his head, going, "Goodness me, like I'm, I need to really, you know, get myself out of this rut because otherwise this season's going to pass me by." It's such a shame as well because he he, he had such a good performance against Nottingham Forest in that game. He got mm. was it I think two assists as well. Um, and since then, he's had very, very limited minutes. Gets a big opportunity, as you say, and doesn't take it. Um, you're exactly right. He was making runs off the last man at times and in uh, gameplay scenarios where it, the, the run didn't make sense. He was making a run yeah. where he was never, ever going to get the ball. Um, even if the ball was played, there was no guarantee it was going to be the right ball to play. Um, it, it, it didn't seem like... Uh, Intelligent use of his um, of his runs, but also you know of his energy, um, mm. putting that in behind. He, he wasn't pressing at all up until the Dendonka goal, and you know the crowd got behind them a bit, and he he forced a couple of mistakes from Galini and I think Romero mm. as well, um, and that was great, you know. But that was what five minutes at the end of the half, and, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. doesn't make up for a very very poor half. And he, as you say, he was coming deep at times to receive the ball as well, and when he did, he was losing it almost instantly. Mm. He was bouncing up off his thigh, bouncing off, 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 off his knee, you know, coming off his chest and just being taken away off him too easily. Um, yeah. And when you have a player who's not able to hold the ball up or make the right runs in behind, mm. it, it almost becomes a, a hindrance to the, to the, to the squad. It's yeah. almost like losing a man because he, he wasn't in the right, um, the right spaces to make any, you know, make any difference to what, was for Spurs a very easy first half defensively, really. I was gonna, I was gonna do my good, bad, and the ugly uh, from the game, <laughs> and he he was my bad choice. Uh, the the good, uh, the good from the night, and there's not many of it. But I thought Huang again mm. looked looked pretty encouraging. Um, I thought he made some nice touches. I think he adds a bit of physicality to this side, which is lacking at times. I think he's a bit more direct. I thought he made, you know, he, on another night, you know, he obviously had the, the brilliant assist, I think, for Pedence or winning that ball and then uh, for Pedence's second, which, by the way, that's what you want on a night game. You want someone like that. The roar of Mullen, you have missed that. And you felt that they were going to go on and win that game after that. You really did. So that's the frustration, the disappointment. But I thought I thought Huang and I thought Willie Bolly coming into it tonight. I thought, you know, it was maybe a little bit sluggish to start the game, but I thought he grew into it. And I thought those two were the were the standouts tonight from a Wolves point of view. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. I think Danny Pudence had a I think a pretty poor first half to be honest. I think he's passing was so wayward he was giving the ball away um, second half much better took his goal very nicely uh, another one I think it's worth a shout I think Leander Dendonka a goal and an assist you know the stats on paper say he had a good game but I, I felt that um, alongside Neves he, he was a, a pretty good anchor um, in, in retaining possession and looking after the ball but then also he you know he was getting forward he had one or two efforts as well and um, he added a little bit extra um, breaking into the final third and, and breaking into the box yeah. late on. Yeah. So, uh, he, yeah, he, he played well as well. Um, do you want me to give an ugly? Is that what you're asking for? I'll give, well, the ugly, I've got, I've got two uglies for you. Okay. Go on, throw them at me. For me, so, so the good, Wang, Bolly, the bad, uh, Fabio, and I'm going to say the ugly, I'm going to say the captain and the vice captain. Or wh- wh- when they came on the pitch tonight. Uh, in Connor Cody and uh, and the captains who started the game captain was was Ruben Neves. I thought both of them had really poor games. Uh, a lot of people talk about Connor Cody. Um, people love to talk about Connor Cody. Look, hold your hands up. He was he had a shocker tonight. He was poor tonight. You, you can't. There's no other way around it. Um, you know. You, I think both goals you can you can definitely point uh, at least some blame towards him. The the first one, you know, it's a poor pass from opponents to him. But he still gets there first before um, before Ndombele take a touch to well from the angle he was at probably to his right side uh, take a touch and hoof it up for a you know for a throw in or 
you know, let the ball roll, spin with it, and mm. play back to the keeper. Do something. Don't just run up to it and kick it straight at him. Um, People, are, why is he coming on the right hand side? I've very rarely well, have I seen him play on the right hand side of a back three. That was a surprise for certain. They changed and, it after and, that. And, and there's there's a reason they changed it very quickly. Yeah. As well. um, and, and with that goal as well, you know, Bolly got turned inside out in the box yeah, as well. Yeah, but yeah. still, yeah. it happened because of a mistake that Cody was involved in. And then the pass through, and this is when Cody was in the middle now. Yeah. Um, the pass from Deli Alley in between him and Kilman, but mm. right, just right through the heart of the defence. Mm. Um, you know, like like they weren't there. It was just not so a knife, easy. A so easy. Yeah, it, it really was. was so 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 easy. Just one ball. Don't get me wrong. A good run, a good mm. ball. But a back three up against yeah. a lone striker should yeah. be able to deal with that. And look, this could have been three, four, five. By the way, before even before Dendonka yeah, had um, easily, you know, had, had pulled the goal back. So let's let's be under no illusions here. I mean, it was a, it was a dreadful. Dreadful thirty-five opening thirty-five minutes against a side like I say it would devoid of confidence coming into this game. Um, I want to take you back a little bit because okay they're out of the cup tonight, but end of the day the league's the most important thing. We can say that now out the cup. Yeah, we can say yeah. it now that before the, the cup, yeah. until until the FA Cup starts yeah. in January. But um, but take us back to Saturday now as well, and uh, it was more the same. Unca- it was the poorest they've played this season. I'm saying until the opening 40, 35 minutes here. I was shocked at how poor they were against Brentford, really. I know Tony had them and, and literally had his way with them, and he's not the first big man to go and do that. But they've got to, there are going to be a lot of teams that will play like that, will look at Brentford, will look at that blueprint, and will come to Wolves and will do exactly what they've done. You know, what, what, they did a number of them, I thought, Brentford, and they thoroughly deserved to win that game. That They were really poor Wolves. Why? It's a golden question. It's the mm. key question. Look, there were was, there was several issues. Uh, again, it comes down to. Uh, before I say actually for me the Brentford performance in that first half but probably overall was definitely worse than today Um, and even in the first half today as well but Brentford 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 that blueprint has been there for a few years now hasn't it the big man Um, the the type of striker who's big physical but also very athletic very technical we've mentioned a few names uh, Tammy Abraham Mikel Antonio uh, Alexander Mitrovic all these kind of players similar to Ivan Tony in that mm. sense, uh, all did the same things, backing up, making life difficult, mm. elbows, mm. you know, getting in the way. Um, but then when they got the ball at their feet, making things happen, uh, that was a big part of it. But a, a massive part of it was the intensity and desire. Those are two key words which I use again for today. But the reason they're so key is that Wolves have been very good at it up until mm. the Brentford game. Uh, aggressive, in the face, winning tackles, winning the ball back, playing it out to either wing, a lot of the time playing to Traore um, and, and getting you know to the byline getting into the box making things happen against Brentford getting it uh, and it happened at times again tonight as well getting it at the goalkeeper from a goal kick playing it out to one of the centre-backs playing it out to a wing-back mm-hmm. playing it back to a centre-back again trying to trying to play an audacious ball into midfield mm-hmm. or, in, or into the forwards losing it losing possession you know Bob's your uncle Spurs, Brentford whoever it is back attacking you again um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're quite getting to grips with the passing out from the back, uh, and that was another key one at Brentford. Brentford just pushed uh, Tony and Embuemo right up onto the front three, mm. pushed them right up there. They had Norgard su- supporting as well, the wing back supporting in um, in Canos and Henry, getting right up on top of them every time this, a defender received the ball from uh, Jose Sarr. They turned straight away. That opposition player was right on top of them. A, a hurried, scurried pass into someone else. A bad, a bad touch. Brentford are in, mm. and it happened that, that whole first mm. half virtually. Um, and if it's that easy to do that, perhaps they shouldn't be doing it. Um, you know, if it's that easy to, to knock them off their game so quickly from just a, a simple something as simple as putting the work in, pressing uh, as a team, uh, which is something I mentioned today with Dendonka. Everyone has to do it, or no mm. one does it. And when Brentford did it, everyone did it, and they won the ball back every time. I wonder, Liam. I wonder. I mean, I thought Marcel was awful oh, yeah. uh, against Brentford. Second half, I thought he improved slightly, but overall, still very bad. Yeah, and look, he did a couple of assists at Watford, so you know, and he and he done all right. So you know, everybody's allowed a bad game or two. It's going to happen. Uh, I thought I know he did okay today, but obviously he's come off with concussion, so he's got to be. You know, think he's doubtful for, you know, for the game uh, on Sunday. The, the only thing with that is that it's a suspected concussion, yeah. so you know it might turn out that he's going to be all right. Yeah. But it's one of those to you know wait and see. If he is okay, I wonder. I wonder 
would Bruno go to a back four as early as Sunday or will it be tried and tested? I mean, look, this is what he came in to do a back four. He came in to, to bring into a back four. You'd have thought that's his formation. Can you see him changing it to a back four or because it's such a huge game, go with what you know, get your players on board. Of course, you know, your main substitutes and it was a strong bench tonight. Get all your big boys back in and, and, and just say, OK, Brentford was a blip. We go again with, with pretty much the, the majority of that side that started against Brentford and give them a second chance. I'll tell you what I think he'll do and then what I would do. Okay. Here we go. Okay. What I think he'll do mm. is he'll do exactly what you just said. Right. It'll be the same team as Brentford back in again in that same formation, 3-4-3. Three, three. I think if he was going to change to a four, tonight was the perfect excuse and opportunity yeah. to do it because of how poor Brentford was. Yeah. Um, I feel that because he hasn't done it tonight, mm. we probably won't see it for a while. Mm. Um, now, obviously, I might be totally wrong. But for me... What I would do is I would I would I would try it. I really would. Mm. Um, I can see an argument to say that maybe you you wait to Newcastle because it's a home game, mm. perhaps. Um, but I would pull the trigger early and and go for it because I think Huang and Podence are both knocking on the door to get in. Uh, obviously, Podence has got two goals now, both in the cups. Huang's playing pretty well. They're both knocking on the door. Four gives you an opportunity to play an extra attacker. So one of them comes in if you keep Trincao-Trori and him. Okay, give me your keen side. Give me, give me your ideal keen side. Right. Give me your formation. Give me your team. You're picking your best Wolves team, regardless of injured or not injured at this moment in time. Oh, so I can just fucking what? I can stick Johnny and Neto in because they. No, no, I, I can't give you. Jo- I can't give you Johnny. You okay, give you them, take them out for now. But let's say, let's say they'd be straight in. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. If you okay, me. I'm taking Johnny now. Okay, give me, give me your. For, let's say everybody else is okay. Um, take out Moscari he's not going to be available but you know who's available at the moment your best team four, formation 4-4-2 four, 4-4-2 four, four, okay 4-4-2 right. so Ruddy a <laughs> mm. couple of decent saves tonight to be fair to him he, 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 also he, one potential clanger yeah but uh, that one that slipped wrong yeah I was worried but, uh, two, give him his credit two very good saves Gil and Kane yeah. very very good we'll saves have to wait till January now for his next game <laughs> in the FA Cup third <laughs> yeah. round yeah so uh, okay Saar in goal. Okay. Semedo right back. Okay. <laughs> You're already like, oh, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Uh, oh, this is really tough. Okay, here we go, baby. Here we go. This talk, is your team. We're talking my team right now team. on current form. This is Every, your everything, team. Everything going this into it. This is your it. team. This is Liam Keane's Wolverhampton Wanderers. Bolly Kilman. Bolly Kilman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I Honestly, I, I, I fear what you lose from taking Cody out I really do Yeah. but on, I have to just do it on form yeah. right now yeah. a couple of mistakes tonight that's why that's why I go with Bolly Kilman that's, I and think Cody, Kil- on, Cody on the left yeah uh, Marcel left back <laughs> okay. Marcel okay. suits left back a lot better than he'll suit wing back as well yeah. so Marcel left back so four, so okay so, you, so okay so you've got your back line there so you've got Semedo Bolly Kilman Marcel Marcel okay and where are you midfield two midfield uh, no I'll do, do right again because it's 4-4-2 uh Right wing Troyore. Yeah. Then we got Neves. Yeah. Then Donker. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough one there because I do think Batuni's actually been all right, to yeah. be fair to him. I, I, I think you know, he's had some good games, so yeah. that's a tight one. But I'll, mm-hmm. you know, From what met- you saw tonight, and it's good to get him on the yeah. score sheet and yeah. did all right, yeah. I mean, it's probably you know recency bias because he's done well mm-hmm. tonight, but I'll mm-hmm. go with Den Donker. Podence. Okay. Jimenez and Huang. Oh, okay. You see, see now, just just you telling me that team for you, me. You get excited. I do. Yeah. I do. I, mean, I, I, I feel like they've that. got better options. Come I feel on. like that looks like a better. That sounds to me like a better. And people listening to this might think there's a load of tosh. It's not for for one second the, the team that I think that Bruno will pick on Sunday. No, by no the way. chance. I don't not think a, so. not, I mean, Conor Cody will be playing on on. Yeah. And I've never, you know. I'm a big Conor Cody fan. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic guy. And I understand when I say fantastic guy, a lot of people say, well, I'm a fantastic guy. It doesn't mean I should be starting every week for Wolves, you know, come rain or shine. But I can understand why you've picked those back two in a two. And, you know, this question has been asked for two or three seasons now. Um, whether we see that or not, I doubt it. And the only thing that I would say about that team that you've picked is where are the leaders? Where are the leaders? Where's the person who's organising that side? Now, I don't think Ruben Nevis is leader, by the way. I don't. I'm not sure whether he's the right person. So, Willie Bolly is a very um, 
you know, imposing person, but he's not a leader. You know, is Max Kiln leader? Is Marcel leader? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know enough. And it'd be interesting to see um, whether that team can play together, whether they can be structured, whether they're good enough to play without someone. I'm not saying barking at them, but but keeping their shape and making sure that everybody's switched on. And you can't just be in the team for that. And I think Conor Cody has still got a very important part to play this season. I absolutely do. But it'd be interesting to see in that side, who's leading that side? Is Ralph Jimenez leading that side? Is he is he is he is he leading the line? Well, who's your person? T- technically, he is. He's up there with Wang. You know what I mean. You know no, what I yeah. mean. It, it is a very good point. Um, in terms of vocal, natural leaders, there probably isn't in that in that mm. in that, uh, in that eleven that I've chosen. But I do you need it? I don't know whether my I'm argument asking. back to that is you've got some very experienced players in there. You yeah. look at the ages and the experience and the leagues and, mm. and you know the games they've played in. Yeah. You look at um, Raul. You look at Marseille. You look at mm. Bolly. Those mm. three. Mm. Age, experience, games they've played in, leagues they've played in. Yeah, you know there should be enough there. Yeah, I think that you know they're they're men mm. coming in playing professional football. Mm. There shouldn't be there shouldn't be a concern. Um, and I know Nevis is probably not much of a. You know he's not a loud leader type, mm. um, but he is a good anchor in midfield. I know mm. he had a poor half again today, but um, he is. He's obviously a very talented player. Yeah, yeah. He's been very, very good up until. Mm. I mean, I thought he was unbelievable for about three games on the yeah, chart. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. All of a sudden, it's, yeah. it's dipped a little bit. But um, Trinkau on the bench then for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Trink, he's a strange one, Trinkau, because I um, he had a very poor preseason. Mm-hmm. He did okay in the early games. Mm-hmm. Got to Watford, did pretty well for sixty minutes or so, mm-hmm. and then. Gets to Brentford and he was anonymous. To be mm, honest, I mm. thought he was, thought he was very poor. Mm. So, yeah, I I would give Podence and Huang an opportunity okay. uh, from the off, and 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 that would be, they would be the changes I make. I, I agree with everything you said about Cody, though. Um, uh, I just picked that purely on form mm. from the last couple mm. of games, and for me, that that's what I'd go with. Uh, just just touching a, a little bit on the very very end at Brentford. Um, and we're talking about Raul, and we're talking about leading the line, and talking about, you know, Raul Jimenez is desperate for a goal. He really is. Didn't get on tonight. Um, I think in, in different circumstances he would have got on, he would have been taking a penalty tonight, but such was the the injuries, or the, the Mosquera injury that kind of stopped him probably in the end being that third substitute. I know um, Moutinho came on, but you would have thought that Raul probably would have come on as well if there were no injuries tonight. Um, later on to take a penalty or to take 15 minutes. They need a wolf successful side needs Raul Jimenez scoring goals. That's absolutely one hundred percent for certain. Um, he's frustrated. Uh, you saw him throw his headband to the ground uh, against Brentford, missing that header. Where well, you think nine times out of ten he scores that lovely cross from Traore, and 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 Jimenez will be very disappointed. I think he's frustrated in himself. I think he's frustrated in, in the headwear that he's got. Some people speculating that he might. Want to ditch the headwear? Maybe he's ready to ditch it. What's the situation regarding that Liam and regarding? Um, I assume I'm sure we'll we'll see Raul starting on Sunday. Um, what can and can't he do? Well, the bottom line is he won't be playing Premier League or football at all if he's not wearing it. Um, Just period. That's per- it. Period. He has. Yeah, he has. Because he played the last it's... five ten minutes not wearing it. Yeah, against um, Brentford. So that's why I asked the question. Speaking to Bruno about that afterwards, he he said, you know, it's. Um, he, he he sort of cut it off really said it's you know it's not much it's not a concern on his part you know he's frustrated for missing the chance and um you know he's he's you know he's he's getting used to wearing it it's not going to be a problem but the bottom line is he will not play football if he's not wearing it okay. medically he has to and then other things come into it you know like insurance and all this kind of stuff um there's a lot of reasons um but the overarching one is medically he will not be allowed to play football mm-hmm. if he's not wearing it um for good reason of course you know Considering the injury that he sustains, so um, he will be wearing it. Um, and, and yeah, from you know, as, as far as we're aware, he you know, the, we spoke to him about it actually, and he's had a few uh, different sort of prototypes of of the the headwear. There was a much bigger one that he wore in pre-season at one point, and then that's come down in size. And then there's uh, the latest one has come; uh, it's bigger in size on the side where uh, he's got the scar. Uh, from the head injury so there's been different sizes and different styles of the headgear and he's just finding at the moment the, the right one really um, there's been some uh, concern about it getting quite heavy later on in games and 
Because um, he's adjusting it quite a lot. Yeah, isn't exactly. He? Yeah, I think there's a I think there's an issue with you've, he's trying to find a happy medium with it being comfortable um, and not putting him off the game, so to speak. Yeah. Because um, heading, I mean, look, it's always going to be the issue, but heading such a huge game rolls as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not just that he has two great feet, but you know he's brilliant in the air, offensively and defensively. Yeah. Well, I'm speaking like NFL there, offensive and defensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. It's, yeah, he just he just needs to get that ball in the back yeah. of the net, doesn't he? I don't care whether it comes off his backside or his knee or his arm, his, his head or whatever. But just well, VR might have a problem if it comes off the arm. Oh, well, maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't know the way the VR you is these know. days. I don't know. But um, he just needs something to go in. He does, doesn't he? Just something bounce off the backside, as you say. Just go in. He needs just needs something. Yeah, and, and um, look, and look. You know, I know we go back to to the to deadline day and, and and potentially getting a striker in there, but. You know, Fabio's going backwards at this moment in time under Bruno, and Huang looks like his best work is going to be maybe an inside forward or you know, maybe on the wings as well. So you've literally got Raul and not a lot else, have you? It's a good point. Um, you you look back and you look at the Cotroni situation. Obviously, he never took off for him. Mm. Rafa Mir, you know, doing so well the last couple of years on loan, um, but you can't force a player to to stay. That doesn't want to stay. Um, but then you look at the the squad as a whole. You know, you've still got Neto to come back in. But you're right when you talk about Huang. He is more of a, an inside forward. I don't really see him. I know he played second half today as a as the lone striker. But I don't see him much really as a as that kind of player. I think he he suits. He's almost like Rashford in not in style, but in that in that sense where he he, he comes in better off the left. Where I think you you've got a view of the game. He's obviously quick and and strong as well. You're right. Yeah, and God forbid something happens. I have just got cramp in my foot as I oh, sat there. Oh dear! <laughs> I just I was trying not to say anything, but I had to say something. I'm really hurt. Uh, good timing. Um, I was just about to say, imagine if Raul gets an injury, then I go mm. down with an injury mm. myself. Um, yeah, God forbid something happens where you get, you know, a key player, Raul or anyone else, picking up an injury that keeps him out mm. for I don't know a, a month. Mm. You know, just hypothetically. Mm. Huang will start there if that's the yeah. case because Fabio's not going to start there is he let's be honest um, and you're right it's, it's not working for him he, you know they they may need to rectify this in, in in January if he doesn't improve and give him some time elsewhere perhaps Fabio. yeah um, so if I started saying this hit me baby one more time what would you say <laughs> Uh, I don't know Britney Spears. <laughs> what would you say if I said uh, that was that was really nice, by the way? I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll, I'll be, be your fantasy. fantasy, I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, me, me everything, everything that you need. What, anything else? <laughs> would, you, would you say? I, I honestly, I'm not getting what you what you're getting at. Yeah. Ha ho, silver lining. Have I earned myself a Wolves record contract, oh, Liam? Right. I, come honestly, on. I, I didn't know come where you were on, I know going. It's late. I didn't know it's where you were going. It's nine minutes to one I'm in the morning. I'm asleep here. I know me. I'm listening to you, mate. I'm <laughs> gone here. Uh, look, not everybody's cup of tea. People put two and two together and get 11. But there are, you know, Wolves have launched a record label this week. Um, some people get it. The promotion, you know marketing and and football different aspects you spoke to Russell Jones uh, let us know about the record label and maybe just speak about how some fans get it how some fans don't and who's right who's wrong oh, now you put me on the spot now haven't you? I know I know <laughs> what on earth is that I know yeah it's one because the responses are always interesting aren't yeah, they, they to are, these they and are. you know I get that you know a Monday after the Brentford defeat, you know, some people might not want to see that, or might not be too bothered that Wolves are, yeah. uh, 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 you know, have got a record label. But uh, what does it entail? Uh, like I say, you spoke to Russell Jones as well, and uh, what benefits can that help potentially Wolves going forward on the pitch? It's certainly not a sentence I thought I'd ever have to say. Wolves have just <laughs> just launched a record deal. I'm available, by the way. Yeah, whoever they, wants me, you yeah, know, available, they available they, for hire. They don't. Um, okay. It's uh, we'll call you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know what's uh, what's going to be next. Um, the first thing to say, and this is to you know make it quite blunt straight away, really, um, for some fans that might genuinely think this, some fans who maybe say it's a bit of a joke, I don't know, but um, they wanted a you know A B C. They wanted I don't know a centre back, a centre midfielder, a striker in the in the window, and and obviously Wolves didn't get any of those. Um, 
they haven't taken the money from not signing any of those and gone, we're going to buy a record label. It's not this, that's just not how it works. Um, it is within the Wolves business, the Wolves brand, but it's a, it's, you know, it's almost like Mansion Judah. It's East Wing and West Wing. It's two separate parts wow. of the house. Wow. That's quite a good analogy. No, I don't mind it? that, yeah. yeah not bad. Um, it took me four minutes to walk across the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, across the moat. Um, uh, There'll be no drawbridge getting lowered for you, King. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my invite, invite brand. Yeah, uh, you carry on waiting. I'll be waiting for a while. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, it, it isn't, they're not drawing from the same funds. You know, mm. it's not, it isn't, it isn't, uh, you know, they haven't sitting there on transfer deadline day thinking, yeah, Renato Sanchez. Or do we? Uh, do we try and get KSI on a deal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know that's not the way it works. Yeah. So um, I can understand fans, football fans are more interested in the football mm. football club. What's going on? Um, that's totally understandable. Russell Jones has said that in the interview with me as well. He said, you know, he, he understands that Wolves fans first and foremost care about football. What happens on the pitch? Absolutely. Um, whether Wolves records and their other ventures in esports and. Um, and uh, you know fashion and all this kind of stuff. Whether this is Fortnite, sp- yeah, exactly. Formula well, One, Two, or Three. You know, I mean, there's some yeah, lovely concepts exactly. kicking out there. Whether that is successful is you know in of itself mm. one question. Mm. Um, but the aim is for those to be successful, increase the commercial revenue, which feeds back into the club. Not only does it bring fans in, it brings new eyes to the club. It brings all this. Um, but the bottom line is, it brings commercial revenue that gets pumped into the football side of things, which in turn, over time, eventually equals more assistance in the in the transfer window, uh, renovating Molyneux, etc. So this is all mm. the things that Russell Jones was talking about with me as well. Um, and that, you know, it's 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 a long game. It's not going to be um, Wolves' record. I mean, they, as he said, and Russell said this as well, they might get lucky. They might have a Judah and Keane uh, oh. number one hit within oh. the first week. Move over, Robson uh, and Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get that one. Um, oh. Wow! I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's Robson Green, oh. uh, but I don't know who the other one is. Jerome Flynn. Come know, on, mate. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, they might get lucky and you know they might get a bit of a boost or a bit of a bump straight away, mm. but the, it is a long game as well. And it all harks back to the Fosun model of being Wolves being self-sustainable, not make, taking financial risks and plunging them into debt, mm-hmm. but instead then being able to support what they're doing with the football club with these other business ventures, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it comes down to, really. And I can understand where fans come from when they look at it and think, you know, we've just lost to Brentford, or we didn't sign a centre-back or whatever, and they're like, I don't give a tosh about, you know, Essex and his... Uh, Who? And his <laughs> it's that producer <laughs> chap. Um, great beard, by the way. Uh, not you. Oh, I was going to say it's growing a little bit. Yeah. Um, so talking about beard, remind me. I can show you the the pictures now in person of when I grew my beard. Oh, the little goatee, yeah. the wispies. Um, so yeah, that that's what it comes down to. Really, yeah. it's it's that you know they they're trying to take water to the next level on the mm. pitch um, with these other business ventures outside of it, and a big part of it as well. What Russell spoke to me about was trying to be different mm. they're trying to stand out from clubs in a similar level to them you know your Villas your West Ham's your yeah. Leeds mm. um, and also catch up to the likes of Man United mm. Man City mm. these kind of clubs um, it's a long game it's a long process and this is part of it and a, being the first football club uh, or, well English football club I know of anyway to launch a record label certainly makes them look different you know, yeah. and they've had a lot of media coverage on this they've had yeah. a lot of attention on this Um and that in turn is gonna is gonna benefit, provided it becomes a success. Excellent. Let's hope it doesn't become a waste of money and uh, they they get nothing out of it. But it also brings a lot to the city as well. I mean, away from football again. I know fans won't a lot of fans won't care about it, but it does help local talent as well. Um, and eventually we'll get on the uh, we we we've got a tune or a record. I heard that Steve it. Plant's useful. I think he's all right. He's got a decent voice. Robert Plant, come on, mate. I just took you. To I just you took you by. You know, I wasn't even. I'll be honest with you. I'm on my phone trying to get the pictures up of. Uh, oh, I've got them up already. Oh, the goatee. Steve could probably bang out a couple of decent chins. To be fair to him as well, I reckon. This was. You, you didn't even get me there. You just said it wrong by by accident. No, you no, did. no, I no, no. Come on, man. You caught me Come up there because I was half listening to you. I, I That's tried, fine. I, I listen to you all the time. Right. Before show you me these. On, show the me pictures, these. The pictures coming show in. It doesn't goatee. really work for an audio medium, but uh, let's have a look. This was about ten days of growth. Okay. 
it's not I'm that looking, bad. I'm looking at I'm looking at his facial hair here. I feel like you're topless as well, which is like yeah, I am. I can't lie. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Have you put have you bit your eyebrow there as well? Have you got like one of those? No, it's just the way I am, baby. It's uh, it's patchy at best, mate. To be honest, let me show you the sides. For oh, you get oh no, that side's better slightly. It's all, most of it's on the neck though, which is not great. It's really bad, mate. It's really no, no, no. Bad, the goatee, the goatee's not. The rest of it is bad. But you've got to give me a bit of credit for the the goatee. It's pretty decent. It's not very good, mate. It's decent. I mean, I've just it's half I've, decent. I've, I've had Edwards for two years, mate. He's like the Wolfman. This this looks literally like uh, like babies abroad. Well, I am, you know, baby face keen. Do you want me to take a picture of it? So I can there is no it? way you're you're going anywhere near that. that. There's a reason I never sent it to you because I'll I knew be it'd be on Twitter. I'll be taking a picture of that baby. You definitely I don't. Want I, don't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't post it. I don't post pictures on Twitter, mate. Yeah. Uh, should we take some questions from the beautiful people? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, first one. Oh, first one, Tyler. Uh, is there any chance Cody is sold in the summer? No. <laughs> there you go. Why, why is Cody sold? Could he not be sold in the summer? Well, I mean, he could, but it's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, Joey says, uh, when is an acceptable time to fall in love with Huang? I think I think now. Yeah. We already have. We're, yeah. we're, we're well on the Huang train. Uh, <laughs> that's got a bit of a different ring to a little it. A <laughs> um, little bit. No, yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's shown a bit of... Um, you know, fight, grit, determination. He, you know, he's after the ball. He puts himself about. Mm. Puts himself in situations where, you know, he's uh, fighting with. You know, he, he's not small, but in terms of height, people that mm. are a bit bigger than him, and he goes for it. Yeah, I like him. He's uh, he puts himself about. He's quick, good on the ball. Lots of journalists as well, Korean journalists tonight. But I've got, yes. we've got Son as well. Two South yeah. Koreans playing. Exactly. Yeah. Can't well, be that. That's another. You know, that's just very quick. That's another mm. part of the commercial side of it, isn't it? Though. Mm. That's, that, that's you know, that's a big thing. Mm. Already seen flags. Around Mong you you know him signing South Korean flags everything mm. you know it's you know you love to see it. Uh, Josh, there's a lot of questions about Conor Cody here. Uh, Josh says, uh, what else does Conor Cody have to do wrong before being left out of a team in the prep for a Premier League game? Had an awful start to the season. Plus, why do we think Bruno didn't experiment with a back four tonight? Yeah, we've sort of covered the back four. Yeah, thing. I so think maybe I, just go with the Cody bit. Well, yeah. I, What else does he have to do to not play? I think it would take a lot. I, I think you'd probably agree it would take a lot. It would mm. take a lot for him not to be in that team. For I mean, we were in that inter- that we were in that that meeting with um, or that introduction to Bruno with the yeah, press, yeah. and uh, he waxed lyrical about it. I mean, he's you know, you felt like he that that Cody was his guy, and it's almost like I'm going with this guy. He's my captain. He's absolute. There's not a shadow of a doubt that. He's going to be now. That might not be to every fan's taste, and I can understand that. But we can speculate all all we want. Connor Cody will be leading the line, like I said on Sunday at Southampton. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. And one thing I can link to that, which is sort of a little bit off topic, but is the injury to Yus Mosquera. Mm. It gives you know even more of an excuse to play him, arguably. Um, but I also. I wish we'd seen from a per, from a selfish personal point of view. I wish we'd seen what Mosquera could do tonight, because it would have been great to, you know, his competitive debut, see how he performs, um, and obviously from for him personally, not to have been injured, he looked distraught as he came off. But it, we, you, yeah, Bruno talked about competition all the time, and you need that, and there isn't that when you've got limited centre halves. It would have been great to see him play and see what he can do. And maybe that's, that, would, that would have been the answer to hmm. Cody maybe missing a game. Uh, Matthew Scriven, Scrivo says, I forgot what it was like to see Wolves score an actual football goal. The first 30 minutes were pretty terrible, but I felt we looked our best when Adama came on with Pedence taking care of the left. Would you be tempted to go with Adama and Pedence for a while over Trincao, which you kind of suggested yeah, in your team I, earlier on? I was, so Scrivo, he does it. Kino, Kino does think that. Uh, Reggie says, we've scored six in the cup and scored two in five Premier League games. Uh, and one was an own goal. We've had zero shots on target versus Brentford. That was the boring thing as well. Zero shots on that target. Was massive, yeah. yeah. Um, so pretty much the same question as last week. Um, why are we struggling to find the back of the net in the Premier League? And after tonight, do we need more penalty practice? The real question is when is Julian not going to go to a game so we can win again? This hopefully? is this. I mean, uh, it would be great for me to see a win at some point <laughs> this season. And I will start to get a little bit unnerved if they don't win. Uh, against Southampton but uh, look I'm still here baby unless like you say Wolf Records want to sign me and then I can you know go into the studio I can 
drop some beats, as the kids say. God. Yeah. That was real backing, dad. That was real dad vibes. The backing, dad vibes. Backing cha- <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. You're choking. <laughs> right. Right. Got a Volvon, um, Volvon from, uh, from earlier on at the Chelsea Flowers show. Been repeating uh, on me. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Christ. It's, um, it's a real tough question to say why are they not scoring because in the early part, in the early games, they were creating the chances just. And hitting some efforts on target, you know, goalkeepers some good saves, but missing some good chances. Uh, and then they, you know, started not to create chances. The Brentford not getting a shot on target, and they didn't really get into many positions where they could have forced a shot on target mm-hmm. as well. Um, I, I think it really is coming down to them getting used to this to the system still. Um, and but there's only so there's only so long you, you can give an excuse for that. Uh, I don't think it's an excuse now. I just think that's. I just think that is that is a reality, mm-hmm. um, and it's a confidence thing. I really, I really do think that Bruno is insistent that it's not a confidence thing. Jackie says, any suggestions how to improve the standard of refereeing in the Premier League? <laughs> the inconsistency and biases are right, definitely yeah. spoiling the game. And there's there's a few other people asking about uh, time of the ball in play and stuff as well, and time wasting that we saw, which was ridiculous. By the way. I had a go at Brentford on, on Saturday for time-wasting, or one person in particular. Um, Mr Janssen. Who, who was Pontus Janssen, who was absolutely ridiculous amount of times he went on. And the fact that the gaffer said afterwards, oh, he's absolutely fine. Just, and I don't normally get irked, but it was so obvious. It was so obvious and so ridiculous that he was taking time out of the game and literally doing it from the minute it was the start of the second half. They wanted to protect that lead. I'm sure they got those instructions as well. But, you know, you get yourself in that league, good luck to you. I'm, I'm still going to give you some shit for doing it, but I don't begrudge them. I mean, Brentford are fighting for their lives. If they finish 17th, they are literally, you know, running round naked the bloody streets of Brentford. They'll be absolutely delighted, you know. But it's frustrating watching it. It is frustrating watching it. I will caveat what I'm about to say by saying this first, that if Wolves were looking after a lead and did a bit of that shit shithousery... I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. No, I wouldn't complain. No, because they're seeing out a result. Mm. But when you're on the other side of it, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not very nice. Yeah. Um, I won't necessarily go after Brentford because, although I totally agree with you, Janssen was ridiculous. You know, goalkeeper changing gloves, and he didn't bear in mind another shot on target to, to save. A load of nonsense, really. Um, in terms of the question, it comes down to the referees, doesn't it? Darren England, um, one of many referees in the Premier League, who is just weak. Hmm. just weak hmm. refereeing reek, weak, I said reek it, it does, does, re- it does it did reek. reek it does reek it did reek weak um, officiated uh, it does not help by his uh, officials either um, you know his linesmen and fourth officials as well but uh, just had no control over the game from start to finish no control um, no real uh, it's not just control it's, it's sort of you know asserting the dom- dominance a little bit which a referee has to have they have to have some sort of level of respect um, didn't think that was there at all from the start mm. um, and then you, you're right things that are so blatant you know three four players all at once going down uh, Janssen going down three or four times himself uh, goalkeeper changing gloves all the same all the same stuff um, there has to be a point where the referee says no this is beyond this is over the line and the next person who does that and it's you know it's it's obvious to me mm. booking mm. Uh, a few more after rattle through them quickly now uh, Cosa says, uh, I'm a nice guy too and can shout really loud. Can I get a contract at Wolves? There's a little bit of a digger at Mr. Cody no there. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve uh, Brown kind of says, well, he says, why do we not force a last minute sub and bring Raul on for pens? Another basic error, in my opinion, but Raul couldn't have come on, could he? Um, he, he, he could have before Moutinho came before on. Before Moutinho yeah, came on, but, but once Moutinho that, came no, on, yeah. it wasn't going to. Yeah, I, th- I think I said this in the video with you. I think it looked to me like just to stop. Spurs get any momentum in the final 10 minutes mm. of that game they brought on an extra midfielder because Hoiberg had come on and they were playing a three anyway I think that's the reason behind it uh, they, not necessarily to hold on to it and go to penalties but to stop Wolves from losing and not getting there Dave says is this a competitive squad at Wolves? Um, it is in the sense that I think you know the wing-backs that come in the forwards that come in the midfielders that not for example I think they're Good players that can get themselves into the Premier League starting eleven. Um, it's just not big enough. Lard Windwater says no sweet Caroline tonight. Good riddance. 
yeah, what song would you put? I, I'm very happy. I, I really, I really detest that song at Molyneux. Not other events. I think it's fine, but at Molyneux, no, no, no. What song would you put on to rouse the mall against Newcastle? Hi ho, silver lining. Really? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I was going to say because that that is just, it's just so traditional. I do love that. Right. Do 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 do. Yeah, that, that could do. Yeah, that could bring do. that back. That I think do. quite a few people want that back. Um, well, there's a reason they're not allowed it in the first place. You know, every other club around the country. Everybody up with it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? If you think about it. I know. Come on. <laughs> okay, one second. One second. Yes, SX. Yeah, I, I am free. I am. Yeah, get me involved. I know. I could do it. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Get on your ringtone, baby. USS, KSI, big, big uh, tune coming. Dear, me, me and KSI, mate, massive, massive together. Uh, Dendonka and Pudenta nailed on for Sunday. Nothing but Neto says. I, w- I would have them both in. Uh, I wouldn't say nailed on, um, but I would have them in, certainly. Uh, Jay says, is Muscara this year's Ola John? Praying not. That, that's a name I've not heard in a while. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great uh, reference, to be fair. Um, I hope not. He's the next. Uh... Good for him. I mean, he was absolutely devastated, wasn't he? You know, just making yeah, his yeah, own debut. Yeah, he did look really tough, but you know, he's a young lad as well. Was he twenty? Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, I, Bruno seemed you know very upset for him as well afterwards speaking because he you know he said he's a great guy. He thinks he thinks he's a great player for now and the future and and to not and for him on a a debut but also a home debut six minutes in as well of, of all times. Yeah, really, really difficult. Hopefully. We'll find out what it is, and it's not not going to be too long. Uh, last couple. Krista says, is it time to consider not starting Raul? Coming back from major injury, clearly frustrated and not being at it quite yet. Surely letting Huang start and then bringing Raul on later needs to be considered at this point. Ease him back in and take him out of the spotlight. It's. Um, I don't hate the idea. I, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Uh, if you stay with the 3-4-3, three, three, then that's an option, certainly. Um, but I think... He is such a focal point in that team and what he adds. And also it may do the opposite. You know, he may be even more down in the dumps if he doesn't if he doesn't play. Um I think he's too important not to play personally. Uh he does add things to his I mean, look at Watford in you know, a few nice flicks and tricks here and there. He does add things to the game and to Wolves' game, um, alongside goals which obviously are yet to uh, are yet to come. Stephen Dickens says, uh, how many games will Large be given? Clearly out of his depth and Wolves heading one way with him at the helm. That's pretty uh, definitive, pretty strong, isn't it? Yeah, pretty, pretty strong. strong. Um, how long does he get? You lose to Southampton, it starts to pile on. You lose to Newcastle. Really? You think even if you lose to Southampton, you think he's under pressure? I, I, I think he's under pressure externally from the fans. I don't think it's quite there yet internally, losing to Southampton. Um, that surprises me that you say it that early, and maybe it doesn't to a lot of people. Maybe I'm the, the odd one out. I no, mean, I mean externally in terms of fans. I understand I mean, yeah, that, but yeah. you but you, you kind of insinuate with what you say is that not yet from a frozen point of view. Yeah, but, I don't think. But so. I kind of got the impression that like, it would be coming not too. Let's say they lose and then they get a draw against Newcastle. It's starting to pile on there, which is earlier than what I thought you may have said. Now maybe yeah. that's maybe that's. Look, you you do not want to be. In this bottom three, or getting what are they, are they fourth and bottom at the moment? I think yeah, I think that's right. They, you don't want to be there for that long, do you? Because if you start getting dragged in, I'm, I'm casting aside Norwich. You know, I think they are down. I think that's fair. <laughs> but I think the rest of them are much of a muchness at this moment in time. But you want to get yourself a bit of breathing space quickly, don't you? Yeah, certainly. Um, I do think that I don't think it will be universal from the fan base that they, you know they'll turn on I think they, a lot of fans can see what he is trying to do what he has done so far because you could see some good football they're playing as well have they, play, have they only had, have they only played one bad Premier League game yes. is that arguable yeah. so you know yeah. that's why I'm saying like but it, it's the results with that as well there, I get I, that. I think there will be a section of supporters I don't, I don't yeah. think it will be a, a majority mm. um, but I do think there will be a section of supporters that, mm-hmm. that uh, even just by that that tweet, that mm. question. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. There's a section of supporters that will be unhappy about it. Um, my overall answer to that is, um, I think you're looking clo- much closer to Christmas um, before anything. Obviously, yeah, it's all hypothetical. Depends on results, but I think we're looking much closer to Christmas um, internally and externally 
before it gets to that point, I think. I don't, I don't think it's a talking point just yet. Okay. Uh, lovely, Liam. Thank you very much for all your beautiful questions as well, peeps. Uh, right, Southampton, Liam. Um, they've got an nil draw against Man City. Uh, I assume Che Adams up front. They've got Boja or Boja uh, Armstrong. They've got a couple of decent players, haven't they? <laughs> what was that Is name? Boja? Is it Boja? I don't know who you're trying to say there. The no, the, the Southampton forward. Who's the Southampton who came on the other day? They signed him in the in the summer. The young lad. I've got no idea. Oh, really? I've not done my Southampton research. Ah, oh, come on, mate. This is going to be a great. Uh, it's going to be um, it's going to be a tough, toughish test, and they've got they've had some ding dongs with Southampton in recent yeah. years. By the way, um, how do you see this one going? Do you think Wolves need to adopt a different approach potentially? It's it's a tough one because I yeah I I would like to see four four two get an extra attacking player on there and go for them. I can see the argument again, as I said before potentially doing that at home with Newcastle instead. Um, as much as Southampton have got some decent players, Chalhams is okay. Adam Armstrong seems to be doing relatively well. Obviously, Prowse is obviously a threat. I was just about to say that. I mean, set pieces, you have to be... Broger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah. useful, by the way. Yeah, Very useful. Yeah. yeah, I think people are pushing him for the start, but carry with, on. Uh, with Ward Prowse, you, you mm. don't want to be given, you know... Uh, set pieces free kicks away on the edge of the box things like that you've got to keep these things in mind um, but you can't allow him to dictate the play either because if he gets hold of the ball gets given space he will start to make sure. things happen as well sure. he's a good player on the ball um, he, you know, he's not in and around England set up for no reason he's been linked with the clubs he's, he's a good player mm -hmm. so um, Wolves need to have a, a Neves matching his style mm -hmm. his intensity um, but I do think Southampton are there to be got at I think they've got um They've uh, lost a couple of key players. You know, Danny Ings obviously being one of them. Lost Vestergaard. Um, I do think they're there to be got at, mm. going the other direction. Mm. I think Wolves can cause them problems. And if they if they go there with the same sort of freedom they had in the early part of the season, not necessarily these last two games, um, there's no reason why they can't turn them over there. Um, I'm taking over predictions this week, Keen. You've lost your spot. Well, I've not been too far off with the some of them. To be you've fair. lost your right. spot for two. You've lost your spot for two games. Two you get games. it after international break, okay? Okay, I can do okay. that. You've, you, you, you've been loaned out. I'm, I'm taking responsibility. But I still am interested to see what you think the score will be before I will give my prediction for the shirt. People who are listening at this crazy hour, remember, retweet, and you are in the secret draw for a shirt, bebe. Liam Keane, what's the score? So not for a shirt, but not just, for a shirt, but just, just because, we, because we 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 we'd like to know what the the wolves in inverted commas expert thinks, you know. Don't, don't know for the inverted commas. Oh, um, right. Two nil wolves. Two nil wolves. Oh, Come on, let's the, have it. You see, this is bullshit because the pressure's off you now. So you're going all, you're going all. Oh, Four nil, five fans, nil. Who cares? Get the fans on board. No, two nil. I'll go with that. Really? Yeah. They haven't scored two Probably. goals all season. Scored two today. Scored two at Watford. No, no, it's got no, not in the. I'm talking the league. I'm talking the league, not the Carabao. Yeah, well, scored one. There's scored been four, one goal. Scored four. One goal. One goal for a Wolves player. Scored, scored four. Forest, Forest. They're terrible. Lost the manager. Terrible. Cooper's gone there. See that? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. I'm going to go four. People aren't going to like me. Oh. And you want to go at me for doing one one draw? I know. Draw I know. I know. It's my show. I can do what I want. Oh, here we go. Um, I'm going to say. Southampton 2. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Southampton 2. There's been goals in this game, by the way. No, I, 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 I remember I, Pedro Neto scoring an unbelievable oh, goal. I remember that goal. Last season. Lovely. Beautiful. Um, what we're doing this season. Uh, at least in the home fixture, anyway, for Southampton. I'm going to say Southampton 2, Wolves 2. I'm going to say score draw. I knew you were going to get 2. I'm going to say score draw. I'm going to say four goal thriller. Um, and if you are, if I'm correct, then someone will be will be winning a beautiful shirt, training top, away kit, home kit, whatever you want, retro kit. I don't care. You're having it. So uh, look, as D Ream said, who might get signed, things can only get better. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I it's hope a long so. trip to Southampton, mate. It's a six-hour round trip, and I'm not. I want I want some sort of positivity. If it if it two two comes in, can I get a shirt as well? Desmond comes in, then you can get a shirt as well, mate. I'd love the third kit. Yeah. Okay. okay. The the the, uh, the white one. Oh, the white the white yeah. one just look look oh. lush as the kit. That, that is the third one, isn't it? The, yeah, the, the white, white one. The, yeah. yeah, the bluish one. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that kit. That is a gorgeous. You know one. that you know that terrible away kit they had last season, the blue and white one, which I which I own by the way. I'm gonna say 
I see more and more people wearing yeah. that now. I wonder whether I bought it last season. I wonder whether these sales weren't too bad. I wear it for five side football. There's a lot of adults <laughs> that wear that kit. Yeah. yeah, I think it's quite a good top. All right. It's quite good because it's different. On that level, on that, on that note, we'll we'll leave it there because it's uh it's twenty past one. Um, hope you've enjoyed the podcast, everyone. Um, share it with someone who hasn't listened to it before. Why not? You know, because we're all right. We're all right. It's nice to have a natty. It's nice to see you in person, Kino, oh, no. for more than more than ninety minutes. Oh, no, it's been lovely. Uh, but but go home now, mate. I'm about, I, I want to go home. I want to go and see my going to see my dogs and my uh, look forward to my wicker wicker three thousand two thousand eight hundred quid. Uh, Bloody chairs and table. You well, want to come round, mate, in 2024? You might get an invitation and see it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Well, I'll have to go um, just to make yourself feel a bit better now. Should you go get late night kebab or something? Mate, you know me. Let's come go. On. Body's a temple. I've got a protein bar. What are you thinking? Car. You're thinking, you know, all the meats, chicken, lamb, getting all of it in there. What are you thinking? Just chicken. Orange chips to finish it off, whatever I've, that is. I've not had a kebab in a long time. I can't lie. I'm very hungry. I'm hungry. It is something. It is hungry. We passed McDonald's, mate. I might get a grilled chicken wrap. How's that? Go all out. I don't think McDonald's is open at this time. Is it not? I thought I, it was 24 hours. The one in Wolverhampton. I don't know. I'm so... Maybe it is. I'm going to Google it. Google it, right. <laughs> on that it note, is, I'm getting something. Triple cheeseburger incoming. On that note, if you go down to Southampton, listen to us. Listen to us. This will pass. This will make, you know, one hour and five minutes seem like two hours and five minutes. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, it'll get better, everyone. Thanks very much for listening. Take care. Have a great weekend for me, from Kino. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye.